So just this last week, I had the absolute pleasure of being able to hang out with some of the most amazing podcasters at PodFest, and which is one of the largest podcasting events. Now, let me tell you that I was actually really close to not attending at all. We actually only decided a couple of weeks beforehand to attend, and it was actually because a really good friend of mine, Jen Hensel, the founder of Inspired Influencers and host of the Women in Podcasting show, prodded me to. And I don't know if you're anything like me at all, but I am a massive introvert, which is why I don't enjoy attending these live events. I get exhausted a little bit grumpy and I feel totally out of sorts because I'm a very routine person. So I hate breaking my normal routine. And also, well, I generally come back home feeling defeated because I didn't end up doing what a lot of us aim to do when we go to a live event. And that is to network and create a ton of visibility for ourselves, our business and our podcast. But this particular event changed everything for me. I have finally cracked the code on how to use a live event to growth hack your podcast. And I'm not talking about becoming a speaker or an event organizer or even sponsoring the event. No, I am going to share a really, really cool growth hack that you can use to create so much visibility before the live event that by the time you get there, people know about your podcast and are approaching you instead of having to approach them. My name is Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Capture, the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter, and this is the Grow My Podcast Show. Welcome to another episode of the Grow My Podcast Show, and I have such a cool topic to talk to you today about. It's seriously something. So we are literally, we literally stumbled upon this, like stumbled, and I'm pretty excited to share about it because I, th- I, th- I think it's pretty cool. Um, my name is Deidre Shen, the CEO and co-founder of Capture, and I'm joined today by my co-founder Bonna Rye. Hello. So Yay. We have just come back from an amazing few days at PodFest. I mean, still exhausted. And my heel actually has a bruise on it, I think. Your heel has a bruise? Yeah, I think it's like from the walking. The amount of walking standing you do. But yeah, that was, I think the walking was good, but the standing, because uh, we don't stand that long. Yeah. It was insane. Day. But even with all of that, even with a bruised heel, I would say that this event has been life-changing. Why are you laughing at me? It's made a smart on you. Yeah, it has. It really has. It has. It's changed my life. And my body. <laughs> yeah. Putting it out there, life-changing. Okay. And it's not because the PodFest community is just a genuinely caring and committed one. Mm. Like Chris Krimitsos, he's seriously created one of the best communities. Um, and by the way, FYI, he's actually going to be a speaker at my upcoming free Grow My Podcast Summit. So keep a lookout for that. When I start promoting it, you've got to get in on it. Um, so it's not just because of the amazing community, mm. which it is, but it's not because of that. It's also not because of the immensely valuable things that we learned from the amazing, amazing speakers, all of which, by the way, they were gold, like capital G-O-L-D. Yeah, they were amazing. They were so good. No, those were the reasons why this event was life-changing for me. Um, And to illustrate to you why why it was, I'm going to take us back to only, and this is crazy in my mind, it was only three months ago. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It was only three months ago. 
And Bonna, I want you to join me in telling this story because I think <laughs> you are the first hand recipient of, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, the I don't know what to call it, like my, the blowback, like my, I would say my disappointment, my, yes. my first yes. disappointment. Not, yes, that's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So three months ago, we went to a mastermind in Mexico. Mm. Uh, it was pretty cool, right? Yeah. I mean, it's Mexico, so yeah. what's there not to like? Yeah. Um, I in paradise. Exactly. So can you tell us a little bit about our aim going mm. to that mastermind and then what actually ended up happening? Yes. So we were very excited for this. I think we were excited for sun because yes. it's been a long winter. And, you know, as the name suggests, it was mastermind in paradise. So that was our main thing was like, okay, we are part of this coaching program with other, you know, dare we say it, elite entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who are very serious about their business. Mm. And we knew kind of could understand exactly what we were going through and were going to be giving us, you know, we were going to be able to mastermind with them. Now, the trouble was we'd obviously didn't know many of them, mm -hmm. given that obviously we're all very remote and things like that, but we were, you know, relatively newish yeah. to, to the community as well. We knew our coaches, but yeah, we were going in pretty, not really having a lot of established relationships which if we flip it around can be a really exciting thing. It can be like, oh, that means there's even more people to me, mm -hmm. right? But so really our aim was to say, okay, let's have a look at all of these people that are going because I think they did have a special Facebook group and enlisted yes. everyone who was going. And we knew that people were going to be there completely. They were devoting that week. Was it the week that we were there? Of course, almost, yeah. almost to just this thing. And you were literally in a different country away from yes. you know, your day-to-day. -day. And it was the ideal opportunity. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to – like I said, Mastermind, the other entrepreneurs, we had a relatively new offer at the time that we were just still fleshing out to go, oh, how do we think through this? These are the perfect people to do that with, meet our coaches in person, but also potentially land some new clients because mm -hmm. we had a very, very specific offer that every single person in that group was going to need. Yes. Now, whether they already had a solution for it or not, we don't know, but that was the point that we thought, well, let's talk to them about it. What's not working for them? What would make them actually take us on? as potentially as, as their partners. Yes. So either collaborating by way of, uh, you know, kind of working out what the offer could be or hopefully converting on our offer. So I think those are some pretty big goals. We set ourselves walking in completely cold to a big group. We didn't even really know. Yeah. And then at the time I actually came back and I remember, I, I don't think I'd felt, well, I think I had felt it even during this. Cause I was like, Oh, I feel again, as an introvert, I don't, I just want to like, you know, at the end of the day, I just like it. I'm hiding. Yeah. I don't want to talk to any more people. My soul feels drained at this point in time. And knowing you for as long as I have, it was still surprising to me. Now, I'm not saying I'm amazing at these at these, uh, at these these events. Not at all. Not by any stretch of imagination. As you always say, we can always be better. But I'll never forget what happened in that first night where even I was taken aback. And it made me realize what a big challenge this was for you and how much it really means for you to put yourself out there because it is actually a really, really big mental hurdle. So obviously because the listeners wouldn't have been there with us. We yes. had which evening oh, oh was that oh was that a previous event that I'm thinking about now where you were I don't know. Oh, I was in tears. Oh oh yeah, it was a previous event. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. Okay, but that would I think illustrate the point, right? Yes. Where you were walking into a into a room full mm. of completely new people, which is very scary. But you were like, I think I need a break. I need to I think I'm gonna cry. <laughs> did say that anyway <laughs> I'm, that I'm gonna cry yeah. yes yes uh yeah so I I try like I tried my best but I you know I think I at the time like I think this is why I was really really disappointed and it was a lot of disappointment myself because I let my fears my insecurities my introversion get in the way of meeting these new people and creating new networks I mean we did like a handful yes but 
not as much. I, 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 at the time didn't feel like we had really optimized that opportunity. Yes. Um, yeah. The best that we could. Yeah. So then this time, so fast forward now, three, three months later to present day, almost a week ago, <laughs> uh, this time with Podfest, I think we were, I think we knew, the good thing is that we're good at learning, right? So yes. we were like, okay, that was not ideal. Let's now learn from that and go, how, what can we do better this time? Mm. So we were on a mission because we had our first ever beta launch coming up for Capture and we needed to meet people and speak to them about what we were doing because more than anything, if, you know, any new business, any entrepreneur, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, whether it's tech or coaching or anything, you need to have product market fit, right? So you need to be able to validate that people are going to be willing to pay for the thing that you're putting out there. Yes. And so we needed to speak to people in order to validate that and, so Bonner, he described what it was like having people come up to us or even when they found out or realized who we were. And I don't mean to sound that in a braggy way, by the way. Oh, <laughs> the opposite. It's really like, yeah, it was complete surprise. And it was because that, like you say, that was never our aim. Yeah. But it is, it's great when people recognized the thing that you're building. Yes. And you barely, you barely had a chance to probably step outside of that. But the fact that people already knew about it was, it was absolutely insane. So I think when we, so one of the things that, you know, you put yourself out there to do this time around was to volunteer and, you know, and meet people literally because oh, we were gosh, meeting as literally greeters. Yes. We were, we, I put us down as meet, meter, meter and greeters. Yes. Because yes. I was like, I'm going to put myself in the most visible spot. I have to, I have to yes. do this, put myself out there. Literally wearing a lime green t-shirt. We can hide anywhere. No, could I say, come talk to me. Yes. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> So I remember we were we were doing that in the on the morning of, and you know we we met one of our one of our collab- collaborators, Josh, and he introduced us to someone, and we, we were used to this by the time where you introduced yourself, and they ask you what you do, and they're like, oh, okay, tell me more about that, and we have a back and forth, and this is where you know as we said, I think you were saying, oh, this is you know what we're creating, and she just said, shut up, <laughs> it's you guys, and we're like, what? What? Clearly <laughs> she's mistaken. Now she thinks for someone else. Really, <laughs> my brain's going there, right? She's like. I've signed up for your beta program and I can't wait. I was like, wait, how do you know about that? Hey, what? You know, yeah. that was our reaction. Yes. So it's definitely not, not bragging anyway no. because we are playing it so uncool. Incredibly uncool. Well, you know who we are. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, okay, this is the one. And then and then obviously because, you know, I'm always trying to track stats where possible. So how did you hear about us? Yeah. A little quick survey. And she couldn't even remember. This is the remarkable thing. She's like, I don't know, I may have seen an ad. I don't know, but I am so excited about what you guys are creating. I can't wait. How is it going? And we had a almost like 40 minute conversation. Yeah. And we ended up running late for the thing that we were supposed to yes. get at because it was such an engaging conversation. Yeah. And, I'll, and then we were like, surely it's just a one-off. This is really super observant person who's trolling the web for all sorts of things, right? So she's very excited about it being female founded too. And then we went to this other event, Jen's event, which yes. is amazing. And at, after that, you know, you, you got up and we, during that event, you got up uh, because we were, we, were, we were there. We just had a quick, you know, did a quick 30-second thing about what we were doing. And again, like at the break, we normally go to the bathroom or something. And then we have people approaching us. I know we always had a line. We had a line of people people wanting to talk to us. And I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) I was genuinely taken aback. I'm like, I need to go to the I'm not gonna go to the bathroom in these breaks. What is going on? And then like literally people lining up as you say no joke and then you know and people saying oh i'm so thankful i got into your beta program yeah i'm on your wait list oh i really hope i get in yes 
and it was it was it just blew my mind yeah and they're already like, yeah. oh I, i'm so like we get to meet you guys you get to meet the co-founders <laughs> can we take a photo yes oh my what i'll have to drop on one of the photos that we received where, from the day yeah. both of us are like sure <laughs> this is very odd to us i'll put that in the show notes for sure <laughs> Wow. Okay. So yeah. So we had, and I think there was another example as well. Yeah. It was just insane. I think, um, and also, yeah, because that happened. We were just like, this is just a fluke. Yeah. You know, where people just have come in and, you know, they're just really observant people by this point. But then we also had, I think, then multiple people afterwards who had said, well, we actually were at the in the exhibitors hall, and they were like, "We've seen you guys. Oh, you guys are, you know." So we were just waiting out the out, out of the. We were like, "This is insane." And then one of one of your summit speakers, the wonderful yes. Ina, we were having a chat with her, and she just flagged down people that she knew, right, from her own yeah. to do with us. Yeah. And she said, "Oh, hey, you know, what are you guys up to, etc." Let's go get some lunch. And of course, she introduced us to say, "Hey, you know, this, these are my friends, Mona and Deidre." And they, one of the guys, noticed the t-shirts we were wearing that had Capture, world's first AI powered. They said, oh, "Is it you guys? Is it you guys?" And I was like, well, I, "Hello, my name's what? I, I don't." Yeah. <laughs> And then he pulled down his phone and then he's like, oh, it's you guys. I've got to sign up for your beta program. Yes. And I'm like, this is crazy. This yeah. is insane. Because now this is just like, this is just a random person really that, you know, yes. someone, uh, someone that we know knows, a friend of a friend. And they've already heard about us and they're excited about beta launch. Yeah. And I was like, this is, now this is not a coincidence. Yeah. It was crazy. So what I want to discuss is what we did actually before the event. Yes. By accident, clearly, because we, there was not a strategy. We did not design this. Okay. But obviously, I wish we did. Yeah. yeah. But everything is like, you know, I think for us, every time, and a lot of coach, a lot of experts, I know that you guys, list, that you listening, do this as well. It's like when something works, you're like, oh, okay, let me go back and see what did we do? What yes. did we do that make it work, made it work? So I want to talk about what we did before the event that created all this visibility, which meant that. Like it made, and this is why I say this event was life-changing because with all of this energy coming towards me, I was able to get out of my own head. Yeah. Like, and when I say get out of my own head, you know, those, those, that that self-talk that we do when we go into big rooms, like I'm going to be lame. No one's going to want to talk about me. I'm going to make myself look like an idiot. You're like, yeah, I don't have anything interesting to say. All of that self-talk, right? Like that left my head. I left my insecurities at the door and I just was so happy to meet people. Yeah. Um, complete strangers I'd never interacted with um, in order to growth hack or capture. That mm. was the whole purpose and we were doing it. Now, we did this for a very specific reason. So I get that, okay? We have a product with the beta launch that so was a very different context. But we're gonna, what we're going to do is we're going to take that concept. So what do we do and tell you how you can do it to grow your podcast. So we're just going to yes. like plug a podcast in instead. and. So the way that we'll talk about it is going to be specific to you, you want to go to an event and you want to obviously get visibility for your podcast. Mm. This is pretty much three steps that you can take to do yeah. that. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick 30-second ad break and then be right back with how to growth hack a live event for your podcast. Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. 
In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you, and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture was just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capture.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capsho.com and sign up for a free trial today. Okay, so this particular strategy, what we're going to take you through is something we literally stumbled upon by attending Podfest. Yes. It was not designed. We made a lot of mistakes, but we've learned from them. And we're going to bring you an awesome, awesome hack to use at your next live event to grow your podcast. And in fact, we've got another two live events this year that we've scheduled in. Oh, so yes. I think we're going to be doing this <laughs> over yeah. and over again. So we can definitely loop back in and, and tell you how, how that all, all, all goes. Okay, so let, let's take you through the three steps of what to do before a live event in order to grow your podcast. And I would say start doing this at least four weeks mm-hmm. beforehand, yep. if possible, or if you have the time. Okay, so step number one is you want to identify and go to a live event where your dreamiest listen, listeners are attending. Mm. Okay, this is key. This is so important. Now, the reason why Podfest worked so well for us was because for Capture, our whole, like, what we do is designed specifically for podcasters. So mm. it was like, gosh, it was like, we were, it was a field day for us. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, look at all these podcasters. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so that's why it was so effective for us. So this is like, depending whatever your podcast is about, whoever your audience is, you have to identify a live event where they are all hanging out, where they are there for that specific reason. Yes. Yes. And your show in this case, I'm just trying to, you know, yeah, put in the, 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 the analogy that we're using exactly in your show is just a very compelling solution or partial solution. So similarly with Capture, it was funny because we went in going, oh, this is going to be interesting. There's people who are, for example, presenting on how to write a really good set of show notes. Mm. And our solution does it for them. Was, is it going to be awkward? But these people were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So, yeah. Can I include it in your presentation? In yes. my presentation? Yeah, the presenter for that that uh, that particular talk was like, Please, like, can you give me a video so yeah. I can show it? Can I try it if I could before? Yeah, can I show it? Crazy. And then the way she presented it was like, I wish I knew these guys before I put my presentation together. <laughs> right. And it was just, and that's the thing. That's why you want to really always have like a collaboration mindset. Yes. So, because there are going to be this potentially awkward, you know, potentially awkward in your mind anyway situations. But wherever your dreamiest people are hanging out and your podcast 
helps give them a solution or something yes. that's that they're there to learn about yes. and it's going to be the, the critical thing yeah now i'm totally going to butcher this example up so bear Love with it. me but <laughs> we met someone at podfest who wasn't quite our ideal client but he was like uh, our, our ideal user but he was like oh, can like let's give it a go anyway so he has a podcast yeah. that um is like dungeons and Dragons. i'm still trying to wrap my head around it but basically i think the concept is that there's maybe five or six of them that hop on he's the yes dungeon master yes and basically they they talk through a, a game as of, they're playing i think of yeah. dungeons and dragons yeah and it's specifically about they're like a band that's touring america oh i don't know if that was just a particular episode anyway yeah. so that's the part that i don't understand yeah yes. the, anyway <laughs> dungeons and dragons now okay so i'm gonna assume because it's pretty big like oh any what i know is that dungeons and dragons is a Really big, you know. There's there's a lot of people yes. going to it, so I'm going to assume that there are events, conferences, mm-hmm. communities, things that they get that are they have together. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, the thing that comes to mind is Comic Con. I don't know. If that, <laughs> I, I apologize, if that, but I, if, let's assume that yeah. there is some kind of Dungeons and Dragons in Comic Con, right? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. this so this person could actually that would be a perfect live event for yes him to yeah. yes. podcast, I right? That. Yeah. Um, so again, not necessarily an expert as such, but if he's looking to grow his listenership, like they are his people. Totally. totally. So this is the thing when you when you think about what type of live event, like there is always going to be a live event where your dreams listeners are going to absolutely congregating. Yeah. We met some people and one of them was an alpha tester for our, for us, but who had very specific podcasts around helping people date or find love mm, yes again you know that's a very again it's not about going to a podcast is great obviously because they're learning how to make their podcasts better yeah but really they would be going to this again around relationships there's so many yes. you know small and big events going yeah. on because it's such a universal problem that people are looking to solve yes so yeah it would just be about helping yourself in those environments yes. to be like well this you know i this is what i cover in my podcast yes so i think that's a, that's another example as well yeah. Okay, so that's the first step. Okay, identify and go sign up to a live event where your dreamiest listeners are attending as well. So the second step is to find a way, and this is almost the the hack. Mm. Okay, this is find a way to source an attendee list. Mm. Now, again, Podfest because it's so community focused was actually relatively easy yes. uh, because they actually designed or they leveraged, I guess, an app called the Hoover app that had everyone in it. Yeah, um, that was registered to attend. I know a lot of other uh, events have Facebook groups. They start Facebook groups for that particular event. I mean, I've been to, we've been to many, you know, Tony Robbins, like even virtual events and stuff. Like they've got so many like Facebook groups for mm. each thing that comes up. So mm. if you can find a way to source an attendee list uh, and you might need to ha- like, if there are some that don't give out or they don't have a Facebook group, whatever, then just see if you can, you might need to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Yes. Find a way to, get to a point where even if you have to piece it together yes um then you know just by looking at who's commenting on what and you know who's posting about what it might be a little bit of a slow burn uh but this is the key really like you absolutely need to be able to find the actual people yes. that are going yes and this is a step step where i would say quality over quantity i think we were very lucky with podfest as you say because there's a, a lot of people and everyone's very the community is just so excited yes but really the point here that you're making is a really important one about even if it's five to ten people 
that you can identify the five to 10 people that are obviously very evan- like they're evangelizers of the event mm-hmm. and hence whatever that event is going to be about yes. for the topic area yeah which means they're either going they're extremely keen as a as someone who's looking for that solution or they are an influencer let's say of sorts yes. in that community both really great people to meet to yeah. try and meet so one of the events that we're going to one of the two that we, we're going to doesn't have as 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 big a let's say push as podfest did yeah so what what we're looking at is exactly what you say whenever that particular organization is posting about the upcoming event just on their social media we can have a look to say who's commenting who's excited who's saying i can't wait to be there yes and then just and then just do a little bit of light stalking yes. nothing crazy yes. just to say okay where might this person fit in my ecosystem of are they a collaborator are they a potential customer and what are the things that they're talking about which really gives you that insight into well okay if i can find this person at the event amazing but where can i find more of these people yes and there are you know i know that Bonner said it's quality over quantity but there is in order for step three to kind of be a lot more effective for you we do want to aim for if we can to get a hundred of course people on yeah you know on, on that list and by 100, we actually mean who they are and if you can, with that light stalking, find an email address yes. for them. Yeah. Okay, so that's step number two is to find a way to source an attendee list. So then step number three, which is the follow-up from that, is to actually start to run a traffic campaign um, to your podcast. So can you talk us through that, Bonner, as an, a bit of an ads expert? <laughs> um, how would someone run a traffic campaign and to what? Because I think there were two things that we even we tested before. Mm. Yeah, and we continue to test. So we'll have to make sure that we give updates on that. So like like Deidre said, get a source of, get a get a, get a a list of at least 100 people. So in my mind, I was like, because Pod, Podfest had like 1,500, 2,000 people. So to me, that was, so yeah. So when I say quality, we, we want to get to at least 100 people, which is not as hard as it sounds. Mm. It's not as hard as it sounds. Because a lot of these events are quite big and yes. you can go down. Once you find a certain person, then they yeah. can lead on to the next. So, so yeah, so a, a very relativity wise the reason 100 is important is because that's the smallest sorry uh yeah the smallest number of people you need to be able to 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 upload your contact list into onto facebook and the two things that we've been trying and we've been testing this out uh, we've been talking about this with a few other collaborators as well the first thing that you can do is you can run a traffic campaign to a particular episode Mm -hmm. so whenever we do well you should be doing this anyway if if you don't but whenever we do episodes and plan episodes we always plan them around hot buttons and you'll know organically which ones are performing really well so for us as an example the episode we did very specific one on episode titles did really well because people were like, oh, yes, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of stuff out there for how to come up with a podcast name, but not so much titles. So that did really well. So we knew that was organically a good one. So it's just about running a traffic campaign and traffic just means eyeballs, just sending people to click through to that episode where you can just run a very, very simple, this is what the episode is about. You can throw on a few different graphics, but send them directly to that, to listen to that episode and yes. see how that does. And the other thing that you can try, the other traffic campaign that you can try is every, again, every episode should have a set of show notes. If you don't have them, Kafka is definitely a great creation <laughs> for yes. you because I know that this should take a long time to, to create. But having a blog style page with your show notes that go into the actual, uh, for the actual episode, but also run traffic campaign to that that particular destination. Yes. So still to do with the episode, still builds profile visibility for your podcast yes. because obviously it's going to be branded, but it's running it to a specific episode. And then you can see obviously the metrics with, with ads as to what people are clicking through to um, and things like that. Yeah. And obviously we want people, I mean, this is 
twofold. One is you will you'll be able to grow your audience. Like, you know, most yeah. people, uh, you will get click-throughs and hopefully listens from that. Yes. But really the main reason why we want to do this is because this is all about visibility, yes. right? So people start to see your your brand, your podcast name over and over again. Then when you go to this live event and you introduce yourself and you say, blah, blah, blah I'm the host of Insight Podcasting, then hopefully, and as, you know, if you've got a good podcasting, then that's all, yeah. the, all the better. Then people will be like, I know you from somewhere. Yeah, they're like, oh, it seems familiar. I've seen you before. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that is how you start to create the visibility before the events that when you get to the event, it's no longer a cold like, let me, you know, mean people and explain who I am and what I do. I mean, you'll still probably have to do a little, a little bit of this. Don't get of away course. from that. But if you can already start to build this visibility with, even if it's like a pocket of people mm. in, you know, for us, as what I said, PodFest had thousands of people. We did not reach thousands of people. I think we tried, but no. Yeah, it was, it's not possible. So we, we only knew, you know, a handful of people. And then from there it grows and grows and grows because as we know with all communities, people talk and they share, yes. right? So yes. the, the main aim here is just to be creating, how do we create visibility for you and your podcast before live events that you're going to a live event, not cold, not like I'm a nobody, yes. but actually with a bit of presence. Yes. And I think one little thing to add to that is you are, it is going to make you stand out in mm. the sense of with PodFest, everyone had podcasts or were involved in that, you know, kind of podcasting space. And we were someone that was doing something to help podcasters, right? So similarly, if you're going to an event like the example, it's a Dungeons and the Dragons event. Yeah. And you're just that fun person that's come up to say, we also love Dungeons and Dragons and yes. we have this really fun podcast. Yes. I mean, that's not going to be the ad copy itself, but that's how it's going to come across to be like, oh, these guys are really cool. You know, yeah. yes, it, it hooks them. It hooks yeah. people. So I think that's the thing to remember that it is going to make you stand out as an adjacent offering yes. to what the people are already looking for. Yes. Awesome. Okay. So in summary, how do we get you uh, to get out of your own head? I mean, if we go to these live events, how do you growth hack a live event for your podcast? Step one, identify and go to a live event where your dream is listeners. That's important. It's key that they are attending where they are congregating. Step two is find a way to source an attendee list. And step three is just run really cost-effective traffic campaigns to particular episode, particular show notes of your podcast. And then go for it. Have a great time. Swag off. <laughs> Put that swag on. Swag and swag off. On. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, we're going to leave a cheat sheet for this, uh, these three steps in the show notes. So definitely head over there uh, and sign up for that. And if you liked this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your socials and stories. Or tag tag me. I'd love to. At DJ Shen, I would love to, love to. Um, I just know, like, that would make my day, I think, if someone were to do that. Especially for this episode. This is a fun yeah. one. This is a fun one. Okay. I hope that that was valuable and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.